0: Hi, I'm Lauren Klass-Schneider with Class Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Garen Lee Cole, Director of Games, now playing Off-Broadway at the Soho Playhouse. Welcome.
1: Well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to join you today.
0: Well, I realize also at the Soho Playhouse you wear two hats. So, of course, in addition to being the Director of Games, you're also the Producing Artistic Director of the Soho Playhouse.
1: Yes, that's right. Um, I didn't realize I'd been downgraded to only two hats. Some days it feels like 200, but uh, yes, <laughs> those are my two titles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can totally understand. Um, let, let's just dive right in. Written by Henry Naylor, mm. Games tells the true story of Helene Mayer, a Jewish athlete selected for the Nazis' 1936 Olympic squad. Tell us what made you choose to direct and present this piece at the Soho Playhouse.
1: Well, first and foremost, the the play is truly terrific. Uh, Mm. But the history behind it is I've been following Henry Naylor, the author's work, for quite a few years. Uh, Henry is uh, quite um, remarkable in that I believe he's won three or four years in a row a festival first at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival for for plays, Mm -hmm. which is quite a unique uh, achievement. Mm -hmm. And I've seen other plays of his, and when I first saw games and the subject matter of games and what was at play and the social ramifications of what were at play with games really spoke to me. And then I saw it. I I travel as part of my job, fortunately for me. I travel Mm -hmm. around the world to various fringe festivals, uh, putting Mm -hmm. together a series that will be actually next year at the Playhouse called the Fringe Encore Series. We select the best shows from fringes around the world and bring them all to New York. And I had Uh considered a couple of Henry's plays in the past for this honor and to bring plays of his to New York under that auspices. But when I Uh saw games, I was so moved by games that I thought, you know, I really want to make this our main stage production for our 2019-2020 season, which it is. So we opened it uh, a few weeks ago here as our flagship show for this season.
0: Oh, great. So it sounds like one of your third hats that I could identify is World Traveler.
1: Yes, (laughs) indeed. That's a fortunate hat. I don't complain about that one one bit.
0: Right. No, it's really extraordinary to understand a little bit about you paying attention to Henry Naylor as a writer and the pedigree that he has and your discovery and paying attention to just to look for what might be right for Soho Playhouse. Thank you for sharing that. Let's talk a little bit about these extraordinary actors. James, of course, stars Renita Lewis and Lindsay Ryan. Right. Talk to us about working with these two
1: Well, it was really, um, this is where I felt like the production got very, very fortunate. Uh, We did it the old school way. One of the other things I wanted to do with games is, uh, I'm glad that you mentioned the sort of noticing and highlighting the author. That really is the roots of not just Soho Playhouse, but the off-Broadway movement that I inherited when I first moved here 40 years ago, plays of Sam mm-hmm. Shepard and Edward Albee and all those guys mm-hmm. done here. Be- right. Beyond the writing style, the the production style of having open auditions, truly just going for best actor for the role without any strings attached and doing a very simplistic, uh, stripped down set. And so that the, so that the performances and the writing would be highlighted was always the goal of this production. So mm-hmm. to answer your question, we did it the old school way. We put out casting notices, saw a couple of hundred actresses, I'm going to guess, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, actors for this role. And, and uh, Renita and uh, Lindsay just both absolutely shined in the audition process. And so I hired them and we had an amazing month of uh, working together, putting the show together. And I think they absolutely kill it on stage right now.
0: You bet. Um, you, you alluded to this. Thank you for leading me into my next question. You have worked on over 150 productions in New York and beyond. What yeah, Wow. Different? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I just literally I physically hide. shivered. Yeah, I hope <laughs> I didn't tire you out with one of your other <laughs> yeah. Um Enlighten us about what might have been unique or different about this rehearsal process with the script, with Renita and Lindsay, and what you brought to it?
1: Yeah, so what was a little unique about this one was that um, Henry wrote this play, and as, uh, so I don't know if you know or are familiar, Fringe Festivals, the model normally, is that a mm-hmm. play has to fit within an hour time slot. Right. And uh, And sometimes you can tell by just watching a show and having a lot of having seen a lot of of productions, you can you can just tell, oh, that author sort of took a bigger idea and fit it into Uh an hour. And so when I when I met Henry about doing games, he said, you know, you're right about that. And there are, in our case, three instances in this show where I really wanted to expand it. So it was unique to be able to work with the writer as well as these two actors in adding new material. And I would say about 20% or so of the show is new and was Mm. developed in this process. So letting the actors discover new material and have their characters grow and working with an author, you know, in an intimate off-Broadway theater is sort of artistically dream come true stuff
0: it sounds like you've created quite the luxury environment there it's it's really remarkable will you um, share with us a little bit about the process between you and henry and the actors in expanding on the hour-long play to get it to where it is now what drives the impulse for let's say a new scene or a new turn of events
1: Yeah. So that process in this case would start with my having seen the show originally in Edinburgh. In fact, uh, there's a little side story there that's uh, quite interesting. I I laugh with Henry like this play is the biggest cliffhanger for me of all time. And Mm. he says, what on earth do you mean? There's nothing that it's a cliffhanger about this play. I said, well, for me it was a cliffhanger because when I first saw it in Edinburgh, about three quarters of the way through the show, The woman sitting next to me stands up and screams, help me, help me, help me. And, you know, this is Fringe in Edinburgh, so you're not sure what's happening. But I know Henry, (laughs) and I was like, this is not in Henry's, like, milieu. (laughs) What is happening here? Well, sadly, the gentleman sitting next to her was having a heart attack right in the middle of the production. So I saw three quarters of games in Edinburgh last year, and then I had to wait till the following February. When I saw it in Adelaide to see the conclusion of the play,
0: <laughs> and you weren't able to get a perusal script from Henry, huh?
1: Well, no, of course I did, and I know Henry very well by this point, so I did. But I couldn't resist the obvious joke that day, texting Henry, "You're literally killing him, Henry."
0: Oh my God! Live theater, <laughs> nothing it. I help fellow. I hope that this fellow has
1: recovered well. Uh, yes, the, the reason I tell that story is that the outcome is is good. The gentleman is recovered and okay, and we just all have that story to tell now. Fortunately.
0: Yeah, by uh, but all back
1: means. To, <laughs> but back to the question. So then, after seeing the show several times and knowing Henry, then Henry and I will sit down for a coffee, and I'll just say, he'll say, "Well, what do you think?" And I'll say, well, here I think like these areas of the play felt a little underserved as far as what it felt like as audience. And then Mm -hmm. he'll think about that as writer and we'll address some sort of macro topics that we want to bring or specific ideas inside of those topics to bring to the play. Then the luxury of having Renita and Lindsay being so game in the rehearsal process is we throw new pages at them in the middle of, you know, learning it another way. And then we would Mm -hmm. video some of that, and Henry could see it. And then the key was getting Henry into New York uh, a week before we opened, I believe he came, and being able to all work together for an intense week of putting the new stuff in.
0: Oh, so the first few weeks you were in the rehearsal room, it was out Henry being present.
1: Henry was in London doing his Mm -hmm. thing.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 You're a prolific director and producing artistic director at Soho Playhouse. Throughout this process, was there anything special that you feel you've learned with either of those roles?
1: Yeah, I think as a director, going sort of back to roots with this one, you Mm -hmm. know, really stepping away from, um, I mean, really simplifying it, like I said earlier, was a luxury that, because I've been teaching uh kids now for a little while, which is a pretty new chapter in my life, you know, the ne- the last eight years or so. And, you know, the simplicity with which they approach it all, it was just such a wonderful reminder. And then to do plays in the tradition of off-Broadway, I think Edward Albee first said it, uh, a wonderful expression that we kind of live by down here. I think he said, uh, people go to Broadway to look They come off-Broadway to listen. And that's always been sort of our coda downtown here in our uh, nurturing of writers and performers sort of under that general belief.
0: Right, right. Thank you for reminding us of that Albie quote, and it's a good one to have at the forefront. Yeah, I hope I'm not
1: miscrediting that quote. I've always thought it was him, but you might want to research that, but I believe that was... (laughs) That was, i <laughs> well, I'm giving it to him anyway.
0: <laughs> the quote's terrific. Perhaps he earned it. Perhaps it was someone else's. <laughs>
1: well, somebody out there will know of, of that, I'm certain.
0: You, you betcha. You betcha. <laughs> Darren, I want to thank you so much for your time. This has been terrific.
1: Well, we're big fans of what you guys do as well. So thanks for having us on.
0: You bet. I'm Lauren Clash-Snyder with Darren Lee Cole, director of games, playing off-Broadway at the Soho Playhouse through November 24. Thank you.